This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's talk about some groundbreaking research now into the evolution of dogs and specifically those puppy dog eyes that anyone who has owned a dog knows exactly what that that is about. Anytime a dog looks up at you with those big brown eyes, oh, so cute. They wrap you around their finger, or I guess around their paw. They got you right where you want them. New research indicating that is not coincidental at all. That is a survival mechanism. Let's speak to Professor Anne Burroughs now from Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. She's one of the co-authors of this very interesting paper. Professor Burroughs, thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Good morning. Thank you. Can you explain what's going on here now when when that dog gives you those puppy dog eyes look? What is happening there? Well, dogs have a a muscle right above their eye that allows them to raise their eyebrows in that sad way. But what we found out was that wolves don't have that muscle. So that was a really interesting finding. Okay, of course, dogs evolved from wolves. I guess everyone's pretty much in agreement on that, right? So this is something that dogs evolved themselves when they became friends with humans? Is that what happened? That seems to be the case. Um, it, it, it seems to be that, I guess, the, the when we first started to invite dogs around the campfire and selected for low aggression traits, that dogs who had a little bit of the ability to raise that eyebrow and that, that sad face were selected by humans to breed, and it's something that we have just selectively bred over the thousands of years. Okay, that that's amazing to me. So, it's would you describe it as kind of a, a survival mechanism for the dog because they know if if we if we humans respond to their cute eyes that that's going to help them, right? They can sort of manipulate us into caring for them. They can definitely manipulate us. And we probably did it to ourselves by preferring those dogs who could do that and, and just, just manipulating ourselves in the end. But also probably dogs figured out that if they made that face, that good things and attention would happen to them. So it's probably a little bit of give and take between us and them. Yeah. How did you do your research? I mean, these are fascinating findings getting a lot of attention. How did you get into it? And how did you do the the research to discover these things? Well, I'm an anthropologist by training. So we think that primates are at the center of the whole universe. But when we started thinking more about human evolution, we decided that dogs were part of that story. So we started looking at dogs and we thought the best way to do that would be to compare them to wolves. So we had some dog specimens that we had obtained from um, other sources, and I dissected the faces on those, and I dissected the faces of some wolves that uh, we had been provided with, and we amazingly found that there were no differences between dogs and wolves except for these muscles around the eye. Everything else was the same. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Do all breeds of domestic dogs have that ability, that trait to make those puppy dog eyes, or are some breeds better at it than others? Well, uh, that's a really good question. We dissected a husky, which is considered to be an ancient dog breed, and I couldn't find this muscle. So 
So what we want to do is get a bigger sample of dogs that represent those ancient breeds, things like Malamutes, Samoyeds, and see if they lack the muscle as well. And that would be really interesting because they're considered to be closer to wolves than, say, for example, the teacup and the toy breeds like chihuahuas. Were, did you have to study a lot of uh, photos and, and videos of, of cute dogs making those you know, cute oh, yeah. eyes at you? Definitely. My colleagues on this paper who are psychologists took videos of dogs and wolves and they found that wolves did not make this face and that many of the dogs that they videoed did make this face. So it seems like wolves just don't do it. Wow. Do you have a dog yourself? Oh, I do. And she's really good at making this face at us and getting us to <laughs> drop everything and give her a treat or a walk. <laughs> okay, but the jig is up though now, right? I mean, you know what's going on. You know how you're being manipulated, right? Oh, yeah, but I love being manipulated. I yeah. love doing whatever <laughs> she wants to do. Yeah, no, me too. I mean, I get the same thing with my dog too. What kind of reaction have you got to your uh, your findings in your 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 paper? That's a, that's a really interesting question. A lot of the the interested public have, have commented that they already knew they were being manipulated, and it just confirms their their anecdotal findings. But uh, you know, a lot of the scientific community have asked us to include more wild dogs on this, like foxes, like coyotes. So it, it's been a largely very positive and interested response. Okay, does that mean you might uh, you could expand the research into those other wild breeds, perhaps? Oh, definitely. That's what my lab is doing now. We're doing the coyote and the fox analysis, um, and we're also expanding the domestic dog breed sample because there are so many different breeds that we want to be sure we have the full story. It's fascinating stuff. Thanks for coming on to talk about it today. Oh, sure. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. That's Professor Ann Burroughs. She's a researcher from Duquesne University.